All right, welcome back to another episode of Bets and Bites with Jordan McDonald and myself, Jake Bolin Moss. Uh, we are back after I think we took a week off here. Ah, did we take a week off or a couple weeks off? Um, That's a great not- question. Uh, <laughs> well, we talked to Kellen. Yeah, so last episode we talked to Kellen. It was episode thirty. This is now episode thirty-one. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think, it was two weeks ago because we talked to him before the tournament started. Okay, so I'd say we're moving up a little bit here in the world, Jord um if you want to call it that well we uh we've got on the socials finally for bets and bites we uh originally weren't going to do that but figured we want to grow the brand a little bit so we're on the socials uh jordan and i uh working both instagram and twitter uh, and we're going to start doing some more guests hopefully so uh we have some stuff lined up uh we have at least one lined up for next week kind of go from there uh, and doing guests talking sports and gambling and all that kind of fun stuff so uh yeah slowly moving up in the world jordan what are your uh what are your thoughts on where the show goes from here yeah we we definitely have some big things planned it, if you're a listener of the show one of our devoted listeners and you want to come on the show please don't ask us like we we, we can't accommodate everybody i know that everybody wants to come on and talk sports with us it's probably one of your lifelong dreams um so yeah, I just don't want my I just don't want my DMs filled with people asking to come on. Like I get I, it, I get it. And it's and especially now with these new social media accounts we have, like I don't want you flooding those. Like those are for business opportunities. Right. I'm just I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's we just decided we wanted to like Jake said grow the brand. And, uh, we don't have TikTok yet, so we haven't really gone full fledged. But you know, we're trying yeah. our best to uh, create content. Um, I've been kind of messing around with canva and things like that and uh we've been sharing our picks i did uh beat the streak picks today uh right now i'm one for one fernando tatis got me a hit so thank you tatis i love you and yeah that's pretty much it uh if you don't follow us now please follow us and you know maybe we'll let you on the show i love you too tatis still the background on my phone since the bat flip so uh thank you um yeah so speaking of fernando tatis uh it is april 1st opening day in the mlb Uh, i think that's a perfect segue we're going to talk some blue jays uh blue jays were in action again today against the yankees uh garrett cole versus hunjin ryu on the mound um quite a game i'd say for for opening day no george springer for the jays uh i think uh who's the first baseman for the yankees that would miss the game I said his name off. Uh, Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. Yeah. So no Luke Voigt for the Yankees to start the season. Um, Which, you know, when you look at their lineup, it's not a massive loss, but he did like, I have to look back, but I know at one point last year, he was leading the league in home runs. Yeah. He was impressive. So, yeah. So like in the scheme of things, like it does hurt them, but they're so loaded throughout the, like Clint Frazier, who's a really good hitter is hitting ninth. Right. So they could afford to lose him. I thought Mike Ford, was their backup first baseman and that wasn't the case and who was playing at first base today jake yeah i texted jordan i said uh i didn't know jay bruce was still in the league <laughs> and then jordan said yeah it's starting on an opening day roster nonetheless so uh yeah jay yeah. bruce uh formerly of the mets uh, i don't know where else he played the uh indians and i know he was on the reds for a while okay. but you know what the strangest thing is he's only 28 so i mean Feels like he's been in the league forever. Is that just I'm me? kidding? I know it's, uh, he's definitely at least thirty. I don't know. Yeah. How, okay. How I mean, you said honestly, I believed you. Like, like at twenty-eight, I guess. Like, I don't know. 
yeah, so Jay Bruce was playing first uh, for the Yankees today. Uh, Jay's come out on top, 3-2 in extras. Uh, they're still doing the, the man on second for extras. Personally, I like it. I don't like sitting through another nine innings of baseball because uh, we've seen it happen with the Jays before in pretty recent years, I'd say, where they almost play a whole second game in extra innings. I don't mind it. I know some of the baseball purists don't really like it, but it is what it is uh, for the time being. So, I don't know. What are your initial thoughts on the games, takeaways, Jordan, and we can kind of feed off each other there? I thought it was a decent game. Like it wasn't like one of those, like it was a three, two game. So there wasn't a lot of firepower, even though two home runs, one by Gary Sanchez. And I'm pretty sure that they scored all the runs off that Gary Sanchez home run, which is in the second inning. And then Teoscar Hernandez hit a bomb to left field. And that tied the game up at two. They went to extras. I'm more of a baseball purist. I'm not a big fan of the extra or the runner on, on second. Um, Maybe I'll, I'll learn to grow it'll grow on me, but like, and the Jays were smart. They put on Jonathan Davis and, you know, when Grichik hit that, um, that shot to right field, I mean, Davis was home in an instant. Yeah. And that was, that was the deciding run. So, I mean, it worked out in the Jays uh, favor. So I can't really complain too much, but we'll see. Uh, I, I, yeah. I have, to, I have to grow on me because I just think it's dumb. Like, like you said, like if you, you could just bunt, you could just do a sack bunt, one out sack fly, you win the game if you're bottom of the inning. So I don't know. That's not really exciting to me. I get why they're doing it. And you, and you explain it, that it's to speed up the game. So we're not going 14, 15 innings, but I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's more of like an all-star game at that point. Are you just like, I don't know. I, you, you, people will understand what I mean when I say that though. Like it's kind of a mockery. I, guess, no, I, I know why, like it's not beloved. Like the, the whole man at second, like I get it. It's not baseball. But at the same time, like things like sports adapt. Like, are they doing it for the postseason? No, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. Oh, see, like that, I don't, I don't really buy into. Like, like that's like about, the that's like the shootout. Like, well, in I think NHL. about the NHL, right? Like the NHL, they had to get overtimes done quicker because they're not going to sit there through three extra overtimes in a regular season game. So they figured out a way to do three on three overtime into the shootout. Five minutes. It's quick. It's easy. It's simple. They've stopped doing the flood between now. They're just like, all right, five minutes, three on three then the shootout, but it doesn't happen like that for the playoffs. It's a completely different setup for playoffs. Five on five, regular overtime. That's that's when hockey's at its best. So I don't know. There's 162 games. Like, I don't know how often games go to extra innings, but I don't know. It's I understand why they why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And like I know, and I understand, like I understand both sides. I get both sides. I understand why the purists don't love it, but I also understand why MLB has to do it. They have to speed these games up. Yeah, they're long enough as it is, George. Like, I mean, that Jays game started at 105 and it was almost five o'clock by the time it wrapped up today. Yeah, but the thing is with me is that I will sit through a four hour baseball game and I'll be entertained and I'll love it. And there's a lot of people and I mean, a lot of people that wouldn't do that. And it's 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 Rob Manfred trying to appeal the game to people that aren't as interested and I get it. I get it. We've, we've said that many times. Like we understand why I just not too fond of it, but anyways, uh, for the Jays. Yeah. I think they look good. Simeon uh, made his debut Springer's on the IL, as we all know with oblique injury should be back by the first homestand for the Jays. Simeon went over five at the plate, but he made a tremendous, uh, di- not a diving catch, but like a, a diving stop to uh, throw out J- DJ LeMahieu, which could have saved uh, 
probably saved a run or two, depending on that inning would have went. Because, I mean, the big boys are coming up at that point after LeMahieu. So, all in all, I was impressed. But it's game one of 162. So, we'll see what the rest of the season has in store for us. Yeah, top three in the lineup, I think, ended 0 for 14 or something like that. uh, Between Simeon, Biggio, Bichette. So not a great showing from those guys, but they got it done. Teoscar hits a bomb off of Jer- uh, Garrett Cole, and that was fun to see because, I mean, I hate Yankees fans just, I think, like everyone else does, unless you're an actual Yankees fan. Um, and they like to, uh, you know, they like to stroke Cole a little bit. Uh, but it was good to see him get a little mad in the dugout there. Uh, Jordan posted that to his Twitter. It was uh, it was a nice nice scene for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Simeon, yeah, like you said, he looked good in the looked good in the field uh, over at second base there, and not as great at the plate, but they'll figure it out. I mean, Vigio's a guy who, I mean, he has a pretty good eye. He tends to get on base, so he'll get he'll find his spots. Uh, it's only game one, like you said, so not a huge deal. Um, but yeah, like you said, that that extra innings kind of worked out because Telez, because the guy who goes on second is the guy who was just at the plate until as had just got put out, he was the DH for the day. So it was easy to sl- slide in Jonathan Davis. He didn't have to change the outfield lineup for the bottom of the inning. They get their run. And then Julian Merriweather, I mean, just painting the zone uh, in that, in the bottom of the 10th there and took care of business, almost had an immaculate inning to pitch away. Yeah, I couldn't believe that when, um, when Dan Shulman brought that up, because I you don't really pay attention to it, and I was right. kind of in the middle of something too. But yeah, he looked good. Like I know that they're talking about going uh, by committee for closer because Kirby Yates is out for the season, and Romano looked okay, uh, but he's been great all last year, and I'm sure that he'll be great this year. But um, uh, yeah, Merriweather looked even better. But I just wanted to say it's funny with Merriweather playing well, and you see Josh Donaldson. Uh, leave the field after hitting a double injured again, kind of makes you think that maybe, maybe the Jays did win that trade, even though that they could have got Jack Flatterty instead. If, uh, if Rogers was willing to pull the trigger on a Dawson trade before the season, but we will talk about that. Uh, I feel like we should move on now. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. I so Jays win three, two, uh, yeah. and we're going to move on to some NBA. I believe we'll, we'll go there. Um, I have a gripe to pick with the NBA. I think, the fact that post trade deadline, they have this buyout market. Um, I think is the biggest bullshit in any sports league. I don't, I've never seen anything like it in my life, but basically what can happen is a team non contending can buy out a player um, for whatever their buyout price is. And he has just has the will to go free agent sign with anyone he wants. So LaMarcus Aldridge, I'm watching the nets right now. LaMarcus Aldridge goes to the nets. Well, they already had Blake Griffin. Uh, who I believe was also a buyout guy. So Griffin and Aldridge joined the Nets, who already have Kyrie Irving, uh, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, um, and DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> so, like, this team is just – they're stacked to the brim with star, star power, and it's not like – it just doesn't end. You just, you just move your way down. Only five players can be on the court at a time, and you've – with guys, so some of the role guys they have, and like I'm just watching Tyler Johnson light it up here from three. Um, Joe Harris, I think, is a great shooter as well. Uh, Shamit, like they have a stacked team, it's unbelievable. And then the second to the buyout market, Andre Drummond goes, joins the Lakers. 
He gets bought out. He goes and joins the Lakers to be on a contender. So it's just like, it doesn't make sense to me how, and whatever the Raptors weren't in this year. That's not what I'm mad about, but it's just like the rich get richer. That's what I said to Jordan, the rich get richer in the NBA. Uh, if you're good and you, you're going to contend, you're going to get all these bio candidates and it happens every single year. I can't think of exact scenarios, but it happens every single year where a guy who is still talented gets bought out because he plays on a shit team. And then he ends up on a, on a fucking contender by the end of the season and they end up going for a run. So I don't know. Yeah. When you mentioned you want to talk about this, I knew that you were going to talk with the Nets, but I knew that Andre Drummond to the Lakers was uh, shortly behind. And that it's, and it's an example to use because it's true, but I, Blake Griff had a great line. He was like, why are people making a big deal of this? Cause like two weeks ago, you guys were saying that I was a bum. And now you're saying it's unfair that I joined this team. I thought that was funny. I agree with you. I think the buyout market in a sense is, is kind of ridiculous that teams can just pay the rest of these guys out and then they can go wherever they want. And it kind of sucks when you have a team like the Nets that are stacked already. And, and I don't blame these guys. Like, I mean, I'd go to the Nets too, if I was like a somewhat of a, a somewhat of a, like, I mean, Aldridge and Griffin aren't as good as they once were, but like one of those guys, if I was something like that, I want to go to the Nets. I want to go to a team that, uh, you have a chance to to win a championship with like another guy like Austin Rivers. He got bought out. I don't know where he's where he was. It might be Oklahoma City, and he went to the he went to the Bucks. And I mean that's another another team that should be competing. I mean right. we could have the debate who's going to come out of the East when the playoffs begin. But Nets, Bucks, 76ers are the top three favorites in the East. I don't know. Like it doesn't bother me as much as you do. Like at this point, I don't really care because my team's out of it. I just want right. to watch entertaining basketball when the playoffs come. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been like this forever. I, I don't expect it to change. I just find it weird that guys are, that they can't get anything for these guys. Like wh- why don't teams just like sit on their assets? <laughs> that yeah. sounded fun. Nice. No, you know, yeah. they, like, okay. like, like sit on their draft picks or sit on their like young players. And they're just like, you know what? We're not going to spend at the trade deadline. We'll just wait till people get bought out. Like right. why, why even like do anything to the trade deadline? If you know well, that the bio market's coming. You know you have to be a, a number one team though to get. You're not getting buyout guys unless yeah, like, I guess unless you're number true. one team. Like that's what happens. These buyout guys that are like their contracts are ridiculous. They're not living up to their contracts anymore, and they're on shit teams. Will mm-hmm. just end up on contenders. Like I said, like the Aldridge situation. Like Aldridge has been an all star in previous years. He was awesome for Portland. He was solid for San Antonio, and now he's with Brooklyn. And it's like Aldridge is like the fifth, sixth option on this team now. Right? Like this is. Yeah. It just, I don't know. Like you said, like, oh, I want, I just want to see entertaining basketball. I don't even know if it's going to be entertaining. The Nets kill everybody. Like some nights they're not great. Like even last night, like the Rockets were up on them big, but they haven't had Durant in like a week, two weeks or whatever. Like when this team is full health, if, if they are full health, I don't know who beats them at this point. I hated the idea of it before, but it's just like, okay, your turn. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Harden wants to go for 40 tonight. Okay. No worries. We'll, we'll hang back. Durant can score whenever he wants. And Irving, like, as much as I hate the guy, like he's still sick at basketball. So I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just a dumb league. Like the fact that you can pretty much predict who's going to be in the finals this year um, is just like, just, if you could tell me, Oh, I know exactly who's going to be in the, NA, in the NHL finals this year. I tell you like, you're a fucking idiot. If you said, Oh yeah, I know exactly who's going to be the NBA finals this year. I'd say, uh, yeah, me too, man. Congrats. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a dumb, well, to, league, to, dumb league in my opinion. To touch on Durant. I mean, as, as long as he's not, DMing Michael Rappaport, then I figured he'll have more of a reason to play. 
but I don't think he's played for longer than that. Like, I think it's been longer than yeah, two weeks. I, I don't, I, I don't know how long it's but, been. And, and that's the argument that they make. They're like, Oh, like this team isn't even at full capacity. Like when Durant comes, it's like, you got to integrate Durant. And I'm not saying it's going to fuck everything up, but you still got to like integrate him into your lineup. Like that was the issue when Harden came. It's like, where's the ball going to be distributed? Like Kyrie. And I'm not a big Kyrie guy either, but I have respect for him being like, you know what? I'll step back and I'll be the shooting guard. I'll let James be the point guard. And yeah, they've figured for the it most out. part it's worked out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and to talk about the bio market, just to kind of tie a bow on this. I think maybe they realized they didn't need to trade for Lowry because they had a shot at one of the the big end guys and they got Drummond. So they, they definitely did who arguably it was the, the biggest fish on the buyout market. Like I, you could argue between him and Aldridge, but and Aldridge also spurred in the heat. Cause everything I read, he was going the heat. And then like last minute, he's like, Nope, I'm going to go to the nets. Right. So he kind of fucked over heat fans and the team. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, it's such a weird scenario, especially because you don't see it in any other sports. Where guys, well, this is what get I'm getting out. back to. It's like this is a professional sports league, and the only only sport we see it in is NBA. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, it's just frustrating. Like I said, I, I mean, I'd call it right now. Nets Lakers finals. That's as as, you as know, long as everyone's I, I was, healthy. Nets Lakers finals. I love to see the uh, yeah that's that's a big what if especially for the Lakers. Well, I, mean, uh, I mean that's what a fair. The, I mean it's a fair assessment though. I think. Yeah, I, I it has to be the betting favorite for the finals though. No doubt. Yeah. And the only one I, I mean the Nuggets are good, you know, like the Nuggets, the Jazz, like the Jazz are going under the radar as a really good basketball team, but yeah, I'm not sold on the, the Clippers. Just like, yet. I don't want it to be the Lakers, but I'm just like I'm just a realist. I don't know. Like it seems to me like there's something wrong, like with Davis. Like I feel like Anthony Davis injury is, is a lot worse than people are letting on. Right. Cause it's lasted this long. Right? And LeBron James has a high ankle sprain and you know, he can come back for the playoffs, but he won't be hundred percent. But I mean, LeBron James at 80% is better than a lot of players. hundred percent. So they're not really worried there. I think they're more worried about Anthony Davis. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is there anything else the NBA you want to touch on or do you want to move on? I'm good with the NBA. Okay. Uh, so Jake's got a little, un- it seems like Jake's got a beef with everything nowadays, but he's got a beef with, uh, with a, a reporter. I don't know if it's Sandy, San Jose reporter. I didn't even know who the guy was, but, uh, you go into it. You elaborate on, uh, on this. Yeah, I don't, I wish I had the details now that you say it. I wish I could explain it a little bit more, but I think if you're a hockey fan, you saw this clip. It was all over hockey Instagram. Uh, sure it was on hockey twitter too but uh basically eric carlson sitting at the desk uh he just scored the shootout game winner uh, on a two goal night eric carlson need i remind you guys was probably a top three player like no more than a few years ago before the achilles injury in the nhl this guy was amazing like he was a first round draft pick in every fantasy league and he's a defenseman and he was unbelievable when he played for ottawa hasn't been as good going over to san jose but i think the injuries and them not being a good team. I don't know. It all kind of plays into a factor, but anyways, Carlson's sitting there at the desk and the reporter from whoever he is uh, comes on and says, Oh, two goal night, Eric. Uh, do you think this is your best offensive performance of your career? Uh, and Carlson's eating an apple. He goes, uh, not even close. That was the best part that he was just eating the apple. Right. Like that made the, that made the clip so much better that he just like, you could tell he didn't give a fuck. And then like, just hearing that question, it, it, it just 
that was a great greatest 10 seconds of hockey uh, post game that I think I've ever seen. Right. Yeah, no. So uh, I'm sitting there and like Jordan and I have been like training to be in the industry, you know, like we did all the like, learning how to ask questions and learning like top interview skills and like what to ask, knowing like what kind of answer you're going to get, like not asking a yes or no question, not asking something stupid. And then I'm sitting here listening to this guy, a clear professional, obviously if he's in sitting in the interview room with Eric Carlson and he's asking Eric Carlson, if he thinks this is his best offensive performance of his career. And I don't know if I mentioned off the top, but this was a top three player in the NHL no more than a few years ago. This is a guy who I ruined a keeper keeper team for. And that's a true story. I actually traded a lot of picks for Carlson back in the day. And now my keeper team is fucked. But that's not Eric Carlson's fault. That's just how good he is. Yeah, and you're right. He uh, he was sensational. Like I know when Ottawa made it to the conference finals and they were an overtime away from making it to the finals. I, I was that the Achilles injury or was that um he had like a broken bone in his foot or something like something was ailing right. him, but people were still considering him for the for the goddamn um, Con Smythe Trophy. Yeah, I'm about to and, read. And you. his team didn't even make the finals. I'm about to read you his stats. Ready? Yeah. 2013-2014 with Ottawa, 74 points in 82 games as defenseman. Remember, people. 14-15, 66 points in 82 games. 15-16, 82 points in 82 games. Uh, 16-17, 71 points in 77 games, and 18 points in 19 playoff games. Uh, 17-18, he went 62 points in 71 games. And then even 18-19, he had 45 points in 53 games. That was his first year with the Sharks and 16 playoff points and 19 playoff games with the Sharks. So since then, uh, 40 points last year and then only 14 this year. But yeah, 74, 66, 82, 71, 62. The, the fact that this guy even had the nerve to ask such a stupid question was honestly it was, it was embarrassing for that guy. Like, I honestly, you almost had to feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, do your research, bud, because it's like that, like that was the dumbest question asked this year. Well, it's like, and you know, when it gets to the media and like it gets out in the Twitter sphere and in Instagram and in the hockey world, you know, it was a bad question because everyone's just going to like roast you now, like come down your throat. Like, buddy, are you kidding me? Like, you know yeah, who this yeah. is? Like it's Eric Carlson, dude, not some bum off the street. Well, know. it also helped that, uh, Carlson treated like a student because usually got like right. athletes will just answer and he'll be like, no, I had some great times. I don't know. He's like, nope. Um, that's kind he of up there with the... He wasn't really rude about it, though, but he kind of just played it off, like, not even close. Like, he asked yeah. the question, and he answered the question. Like, he just... Well, it, it, it was right. Like, he, right? he wasn't he wasn't wrong. But I think that kind of is up there. I think the Carlson's number one. Number two is probably the question to Johansson. I don't know if you saw that when he was, like... It was an intermission. And the, it, yeah, the, Ryan Johansson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the interview interviewer's like, what do you need to do to get back in this game? And he's like... Uh, score five score goals, five goals? <laughs> <laughs> they're down like they're down five or something down four or whatever and yeah i don't know we got to score five goals <laughs> uh yeah that was a good one too you're right um yeah. what else do we have in the docket here oh we're gonna talk about uh the 17th game in the nfl just oh, yeah. when you thought 16 games was enough we're it was a perfect length today, and they fucked it up i'm sorry i actually today. that was our hockey now we're on to the nfl i hate the 17th game i hate it I didn't really, uh, I didn't say anything before the show because I wanted to save it, but I'm not a fan. And it's not because it has a little bit to do with this, that the Colts play the Buccaneers in the 17th game. Oh, how convenient. 
If that game is not a primetime game, I will bitch about it on this podcast. Believe you me, I will do that. But no, it was perfect. 16 games. Right. You play you play 12 or you play eight games or sorry, sorry, six games within your division. Right. And then you play four games against another opponent in your in your conference, another four outside your conference, and then you have two games, and they were like based on the other two conferences in your division. It was it was set up perfectly, and like records I, from previous years and stuff. Yeah, That's- yeah. I don't know how this is set up. I know it has to do you pick a like so basically AFC South plays NFC South, and it's based off that. It's like where you are your records. So obviously, the Buccaneers are second in their division in the NFC South, so they play the Colts in the AFC South. That's not my issue. I just think it's ridiculous. Like it's it's a money grab by the NFL. Uh, I want to know what this does for fantasy football because Very are we going to still there? What's that? No, I was thinking the same thing. I think it's a very interesting thought because initially when I'm thinking of it, it's like, okay, do you, cause so in my league, well, uh, we did, we did it where um, it ends on in week 15 because week 16 and players get sat and stuff. I don't know if you do the same thing for some of your leagues, but our, our season basically ended in – or sorry, we, in week 16 – sorry, because there's weeks there's 17 weeks, but only 16 I was I was so confused. Game, I was like, I've never 15. heard that before. Like, yeah, week 17 15. is usually the – no, no play, some no teams – some no weeks play. have played there. I played a week 17. It's fucking terrible. But, yeah, so are like ESPN, Yahoo, et cetera, are they going to extend it to week 17 and then week 18 is that week? Or are they going to be week 16? No, we're still doing the 16 weeks – the other two weeks, you could have the option to to uh, extend your league. Sure, but the the uh, the default is the 16 weeks. That's what I want to know, and I, I know they'll figure it out. But it'll be good to know because, like, uh, I know a lot of people kind of build their teams around who they're playing in the playoffs. Right. Like you look at um you look at schedules before you draft. Like hey, like, and it usually you, shit goes wrong. You can't really predict it. But the eye test, like oh these this guy has got three friendly matchups in the finals. Um, I'll, I'll pick him over this guy and like shit like that. So that's why I want to know. I don't think it's a big issue in that sense. I just think it's kind of, it, it discombobulates everything. Now we have going to have records like eight and nine and like 10 and seven. That just doesn't look right. Yeah. The records will look different. That's the one thing. Uh, and everyone's kind of talking about what, what's the one record you're going to look at and be like, that doesn't look right at all. All of them. All of them for you. All of them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> it won't matter. I want to see. I want to see who the first team will be to go zero and seventeen. Zero and seventeen. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'm thinking like thirteen and four. I like that look a little bit. Thirteen and four. I don't know if my team will. It doesn't matter. Any variation of it just won't won't look right to me. No, none that you like at all. Well, I mean, if my team goes seventeen and zero, I'm not going to bitch about it. But your team. I'm going to be honest. Your team's not going seventeen and zero. Well, they can play the box, dude. Carson Wentz. Well, that's a good point. Carson, yeah. Do you see what T.Y. Hilton said today? He says he sees some of Andrew Luck and Carson Wentz. Ooh. So he's retiring next year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's what – so they've added the 17th game for the NFL season uh, starting this year, right? So schedule yep. release. I was looking into it uh, a little while back. Uh, for something else, but uh, it looks like probably either maybe end of this month or early May. I don't know. Now that they have it kind of figured out, I assume they'll get get working on that. They yeah, know, who, know play, the... who everyone's playing, right? It's just a matter of figuring out the primetime yeah, yeah. games and 
and whatnot yes. and stuff like so that. So we so the Colts can expect one Thursday night game against Jacksonville, and then that's it. That should be fun. Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, well, no. well, I mean, they they, they lost against they they were Jacksonville's only fucking win last year. So I mean, it's a rivalry. Hundred percent a rivalry, one and one. All right. I saw before he came on. I was on Twitter. Um, they're they're scheduling games in London, like the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, like the it. Falcons team account came out and tweeted that we're going to I don't know where it is Tottenham or somewhere. Said the same thing to my mom. I said, uh, "Looks like 2021. They're scheduling games to London. We're locked down for another month here, and they've already got games planned in London for uh, 2021. This end of this year. So, like, I mean, I won't get a vaccine until I'm like 82. But right. like, but who needs the NFL can play games in London? Who, need, so. who needs a vaccine when you can't leave your house anyways, Jordan? So, well, I didn't leave my house anyways, so I don't know what the <laughs> problem is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of not leaving your house, more sports. Um, Oh, no, I, I, like, I'm serious, though. Like, now that the MLB is back on and we're going to lockdown for a month, I'm like, perfect. Right when MLB is starting. Because when I graduated back in 2016, which was ages ago. Oh, my God. And, like, graduated I was. Graduated in 2016? I graduated undergrad in six, 16, yeah. Like, I was in limbo and, like, I didn't have a job. Right. And all I did was, all I did was watch baseball. I had MLB TV and, like, it'd be 12.05. And I'd be like, oh, Mets, Phillies? Yes. <laughs> and then at four it'd be like braves pirates yep absolutely and then i watch the jays at seven and then i go to bed and then rinse repeat um but yeah like for the time being if i've got nothing to do during the day i'll, I'll watch afternoon like the jays play in the afternoons now like the three games of this series they have now all at one because the jays don't get primetime games which i get just because it's it's toronto and <laughs> they don't have primetime games in dunedin and i get that right um but yeah, like I, I, I like the afternoon games. Like if I've got nothing going on, like I'll sit through an afternoon game, like just hang around the computer and, you know, just uh, yell at my TV for three hours. Yeah. And as of right now, I got nothing going on. So I'll definitely be good for afternoon games. Uh, they're fun to bet on. Um, and it's funny you mentioned that. I've, we were talking a little before, but I'm big into the first inning bets. I think it's the most electric bet in baseball. Uh, you bet. I usually go under first period, uh, first inning runs, and it's usually about a half run. So you're just hoping for no runs, hoping for clean innings, which first innings are always dangerous doing that, but they're a lot of fun to bet. So, uh, yeah, me and my buddies usually ride a few of those. So, uh, haven't been a great start to this year. I was one and oh, Jace. Um, I think I'm one and three right now. So we'll see. We'll see how that continues. But I think speaking of betting, uh, we got one more segment, little March Madness talk. Uh, we're in the final four now. So March Madness in the final four. Last show we had on, we had Kellen on. We talked a ton of March Madness. Uh, we broke it all down. We got Gonzaga, Baylor, UCLA, the big underdog, and Houston. So two ones, a two seed, and an 11 seed. Uh, the crazy UCLA was actually in the first four. They, were, they pushed that game. To, they were down early. They pushed that game to overtime with Michigan State, beat them in overtime. Came in, upset in round one. They had Albie and Christian in round two, beat them. Uh, and it's just been upset city ever since. They've been the underdog in every game. Uh, they beat Michigan in their in their most previous game. And they'll have their biggest test by far, Gonzaga Bulldogs, for the final four, uh, I guess, this weekend, right? Saturday and then Monday or something like that? I thought it was Sunday. I think the, oh, maybe it is Saturday, the, Sunday. Fi- the So the two final fours are – on Saturday and the championships on Sunday. I've got into it. Like, I mean, we've been making our bets on 
our social medias. And if you don't follow, follow, please. Um, and it's got me interested because I don't really bet as I don't bet on at least college basketballs. I don't know enough. Right. So like we've been doing this and I've actually been watching the games thoroughly and like actually cheering for the, for the cover to hit. Um, like what, what <laughs> yeah, game was it's it? Fun, man. It's fun. It's what game was we watching? And it was like, I think it was a Houston game. I covered in that. It was, yeah, uh, it was Houston, Oregon state. And then yeah. they had two free, th- two free throws and the guy missed one. Yeah. And you covered because of it. So and I was frustrating, it, man. <laughs> no, he hit the three and then the guy goes down and hit the three. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. Hit three, yeah. Whatever it was, but yeah, I, that was, a, it was like a garbage time three. He just threw one up and it was just bang swish, like cash the cash the plus six and a half or whatever it was but uh yeah no it was uh it's been fun the college basketball has been fun it's stressful as hell uh i think at least next year i'm gonna start betting on games during the season because i think that does help because it gets you engaged and then you watch the game and then once march madness comes along you're not like oh who's this team who's that team and you kind of have more of a um more information and knowledge on these teams it just makes your bracket that much easier even though it's it's still a crap no, it's never it's, easy it's still a crap I mean, like even a team like iowa that was a big scoring team they lost in the second round or illinois lost in the second round yeah. or the only one talked big on illinois and they didn't last so it's like yeah. and then loyola beats illinois but then they lose to oregon state it was a 12 or 11 seed or whatever so crazy it's an awesome tournament uh i've had a ton of fun now we're in the final four it's sad we're coming down to the last three games here two final four games in the finals um, I don't know. You got a winner, Jordan. I think it's Zags to lose at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like they've won, like their last. I don't know what the status, but like every game but digits, won by double digits. By double digits, which is crazy, and and the fact that they're playing an 11 seed. <laughs> I yeah, mean, was, no offense to UCLA, they 11 seed in my opinion. I mean, they beat a one yeah. seed. They beat. Uh, I don't know if they beat a two. I don't know. Do they have to beat Alabama? They might have beat a two. Well, they beat a one in Michigan, so I mean, right? That's what I mean. They've beaten a one yeah. seed, so it's not like it's impossible. But yeah, no, uh, I'm probably leaning Gonzaga for that one. Uh, yeah, other- so my, I don't even know what the what is it like thirteen and a half. That's the last time I heard it was at. Oh yeah, I don't. I haven't looked at it here. I'll take a quick look for us, uh, a little yeah. live. And then Baylor Houston. I, I, I obviously I think Baylor is favored, and like I said, I don't know enough. Uh, but Baylor's been playing well. I know Houston, so Houston kind of kind of fell apart a little towards the end of Oregon State. They kind of got it back, but <laughs> I think it's going to be uh, Gonzaga Baylor in the finals, and then Gonzaga ultimately we I think will win, just based on how dominant they've been. Yeah, it, and I talked to I talked to Kellen actually recently. You look at so yeah, Gonzaga favored minus fourteen, Baylor favored minus five right now in the two games. Um, we were, I was on both dogs, uh, for the Arkansas night when they end up, they end up losing their spread, but I was on both dogs. It's so hard not to lay almost like 10. You're almost getting 10 points with some of these teams, like 14 with UCLA. Like I know Gonzaga beats them by beats teams by double digits, but it's so hard not to lay 14, even laying five with Houston. Like I don't see why Houston couldn't win. They've been one of the best defensively and offensive teams in the uh in the tournament in the whole ncaa so it's not like i don't know i I thought that line would be a little closer so i'm a little surprised about that but we'll see what happens uh that'll be this weekend and looking forward to it yeah besides that i don't really think we have anything else jordan is there anything else you want to touch on yeah do you want to so we're filming this thursday night uh which means it's the uh falcon winter soldier eve oh right uh it's a 
if you're not watching, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? Um, no, I'm kidding. But no, no, no. He's not. I, well, we, me and Jake are big MCU guys. We've talked about it before, and um, like I live for that shit. Like you can ask me anything, and and I kind of know it. Like it, it, I don't know. I just find it really interesting. Um, so I wanted to end off. I want to show you something, and I, I don't want to spoil. I find the way everything connects is awesome too. Like the way they kind of connect everything is super cool. So I really like that aspect of it. Um, how it all kind of folds into each other. They, they, it's like they're planning like three, four movies ahead, you know? Yeah. Basically what they're doing for, uh, with these shows now on Disney plus, like they're all going to tie into the movies, but I got to show you something. Right. And people are going to be listening, uh, but Jake will can explain what you see. Just okay. one sec. I'm ready. Whenever you're ready. Oh, Oh, okay. So Jordan's now putting on a glove. This glove is massive. It's actually a Thanos hand and it's got shining infinity stones on it. All six infinity stones. Jordan has the power of the universe in his hand right now. It is the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. That is the biggest glove ever. And the best part is Makes it has sound, it has sound effects. Oh, <laughs> you trying to press press one of the stones there it, it that thing is amazing uh that's pretty high tech it this like you know a foam finger like it is it's bigger than a foam finger it goes right up your arm dude i think i might bring this to sporting events when we're finally allowed to go yeah like I people do. won't fuck with me when you fuck when you fuck no. with somebody with infinity no. gauntlet at a sport no i mean they'll snap you out of existence out of existence um i don't want to be i don't want to over exaggerate at all but this may be my most prized possession in my life I mean, that's not an exaggeration at all. I mean, it's a good. Like when I die, I want this buried with me. Okay. I like that. So like, like if I ever I am undead, then so I'll be the most powerful zombie there ever is. <laughs> just Even though it's just like a, a fucking plastic arm with like, but you know, what? it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I wanted to show that off. I just, it was an excuse to bring out my uh, infinity gauntlet, uh, but I do love Falcon Winter Soldier. It's on tomorrow. Um, or it's on tonight if you want to stay up till 3 a.m. like I usually do. No, I've, ne- I've never done that. I've thought about it a couple times when we were still in school uh, because my sleep schedule was beyond repair. Um, right. But I never did because because the thing is, too, like there was one night that I actually was really considering to do it and I didn't. And I woke up the next morning and I was like reading all these things that like Disney Disney Plus crashed. And oh. People couldn't watch. It was WandaVision and people couldn't watch WandaVision because it crashed. And I'm like, thank fucking God. I stay up till three in the morning to not walk, to not do the thing you stayed up to do. Right. Oh, yeah. We got that. I mean, we got that one. It's, it's, I mean, there'll be a third episode tomorrow. Uh, Loki's on its way. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be fun. I, we got the, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Black Widow. She's got her own movie coming, uh, soon, I believe. Yeah, so she, uh, so that movie's been delayed, right, for so long, like at least over a year now, and it's because of pandemic. So what I heard is that it's going to be available to uh, people that have Disney Plus Premium, right, so which I'll- I don't have, which I'm going to have to get because there's no fucking way I'm going to a theater to watch that uh, because of COVID. Well, and eventually it will be out on Disney Plus, like regular. I'd yeah, have- but I mean, like, what's the point then? <laughs> yeah, like, I might as well might as well ruin it for myself because it's going to get ruined anyways on on twitter that's the thing too when i wake up tomorrow i can't go on twitter because i'm gonna get falcon winter soldier ruined for me you hate the updates eh? 
well, I hate the updates. I just, I'll, I'll scroll down and, and some jackass I'm following will be like, oh my God, Winter Soldier killed somebody important. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. He's ruined my morning. Good, as long as that Happy new, Good Friday to you too. As long as that new dickhead Captain America doesn't do anything stupid, yeah, I can't stand Jake, Jake's not a big fan of uh, John Walker. It's just like, I know, I knew they were going to do it. I knew they were going to do it. And it's just, it's still like, I can't stand the guy for my life. And it's just such a dick. You're like, stay out of my way. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not my Steve Rogers. Not my Steve Rogers. Like you don't stand for what Captain America stood for. Right. You're not a fucking hero. You're no, they made that guy seem like the biggest douchebag, like his background. Like he's like some like star quarterback in Georgia. And then like it joins the Marines and, like kind of yeah, like, like what you think of just like of honor, like yeah, all, like yeah. some privileged American right guy, yeah. Um, Hasn't paid yeah, for a drink any ever in his life, you know. Every time he goes to a bar, he's never paid for a drink in his life. So that so that's why you're angry at him. You're just jealous. Well, you, well, if you think about it, like he was a star quarterback, so he didn't pay for a drink in his town. Then he was the Marine, so he probably he was probably the type of guy to wear his medals around, right? Like that's what you do. So. Well, I'm just saying. So he never paid for a drink. Brings his fucking shield with him everywhere. Now he's Captain America. Now he just like at least at least like Steve Rogers did like wear his suit everywhere. Like he at least was trying to be a human being at one point. Like that John Walker just like. I mean, it all comes back to Falcon not taking the the shield after he was told to. So it's like it's really his fault. Yeah. all right, let's not talk about it anymore. We're kind of like spoiling it, but it's it's a good show. I mean, it's two it's episodes been out in. for two weeks. Like, yeah, well, maybe you know what? Maybe somebody's waiting for it all to come out at once and just to watch boring. it. In one... Just watch. Well, it. I I don't agree with it too, but there's there are people like that. Uh, before we get off, uh, do you at all follow the Oscars at all? I don't think you do. Um, no, no. So the Oscars are weird this year. I want to talk about the Oscars. We're not this show, but a different show. Like I would love to, I'm going to at least release my ballot. I, I do an Oscars ballot every year um, because I just find it interesting. And you know what? Some of the movies are actually really good to watch. Other with them, others are, are fucking boring. And that's why they're Oscar movies. Right. Uh, I was just wondering what you thought. I've been kind of like going through my list slowly, but surely. And some of the, some of the ones I've watched, I watched Hillbilly Elegy. And the reason I bring this up is because the actress in it, Glenn Close, got nominated for an Oscar and a Razzie for the same exact role, which I don't know how you do. I don't know what a Razzie is. So basically, it's like an Oscar, but for the worst performance. Oh. So basically, it's like the anti-Oscar. Huh. That's that's impressive, I think. Uh, that's I, So I was like, I have to see this movie. It's on Netflix. And it's it's a pretty good movie. Amy Adams, I'm surprised, didn't get nominated for anything. She was phenomenal in it um but going close like she kind of like she's like portrays this very old woman like a kind of a grandmother well she is a grandmother and i could see she's a little over the top with the whole like grandmother character but i don't know why she got a razzie for it i'm also like why did she get i, I can see why she might not got an oscar for it but a razzie i think that was a little bit too much um yeah i just found that interesting that that's why and it was it was only nominated for the uh her role and then best hangout best makeup hairstyling which had to do with her as well so okay yeah i just wanted to bring that up i don't know yeah, i don't know if you follow oscars, the oscars at all little oscars tease for the next show no i might have to do a little bit of research here so i know what i'm talking about but uh maybe not the next show because the oscars i think they're at the end of the month i okay, think it's so we'll, maybe we'll, the week before we'll, the draft we'll, but yeah i'll bring them up at least you know what on our new social media platforms you'll definitely see my oscars my oscar ballot and 
I'm sure nobody will be amazed, but, but me, but that's okay. Yeah. Next week, likely we'll have a guest. Uh, we have one planned as of right now, but no promises yet. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to jinx it. So we should have a guest. We should be talking some baseball, some football, NFL draft coming up. Yep. Do you have your mock draft ready? I don't, but I, maybe I should do that. Not a mock draft. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I don't, that'll be going to have the Patriots trade up to first for Mac Jones. And then, well, we don't have to trade up the first. I think if we move to 10, we get Mac Jones. Oh, it'd be hard. I, I would say at least seven. Eight Carolina man, they're they're swarming. They're swarming. The, I bet you, if Mac Jones falls to eight, he's going to get scooped up at the Panthers. I'm, I'm scared. And now you got now you got me like teasing my mock already. Here he goes. All right. Anyways, thanks for listening. This has been Bets and Bites. We'll see you next time.